Welcome back to another episode of Talk 21. I'm David Vitter, your host, and joining me today is obviously my co-host, Sam Genova. Hi guys, how's everyone doing? And we have a guest speaker and a dear friend, part of the group for a long time, Anthony Gallippi. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And today, our producer has asked us to be ready for what he calls rapid fire. Oh, we, had, we, had, we, had a good, we had a good time doing it the last time. We had some good results. Let's hear what you got for us, Stefano. What is the most effective property pricing strategy for 2023? Oh, boy. Put papers in a balloon and throw darts at it, whichever you hit first. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you got to do the homework. and. For sure. uh, Layer, price accordingly. Price accordingly. Layer all your customers' needs on top of that. Motivation, timing, what works for them. But you, you still got to do your homework. Yeah. Sam, what are what's the most effective home staging tip that you can get? Staging. Staging. Make sure it's decluttered. Make sure it's decluttered. Yeah, the the cluttered is yeah. well, for sure. Make sure there's not a lot of stuff in the way, and then uh, less is more. Yeah, and then swap out stuff that's so doesn't work. Right. You need a a very simple base, clean yeah. up everything, everything out of the way yeah. and clean. I always say less is more, right? Let's make it look as big as possible. <laughs> no comment. Dave, this might not be your forte, but we're gonna challenge you. Social media marketing for listings. What is the best thing we can do right now? I mean, social media is, uh, is, is like out there, everybody's doing it. So. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not selling houses. I can guarantee you that. Like pricing and your uh, your negotiating skills are where where you're going to get it sold. But to bring it in the in the forefront and to shed it in the right of lights, definitely you need to do you need to use social media. Um, Ready? Negotiating tactics in real estate. Now that all real estate agents have their own mentality on how things work, how do you negotiate with someone from another brokerage? Um, again. Uh, I lay a roadmap up. If if I know there's another interested party in one of my listings, I get a dialogue going usually well in advance and just try to have a conversation with that other realtor, get in, try to get inside their motivation, what they're looking for, um, and really just keeping things real. So having a foundation of knowledge on what that property is and not really backing down from that. Sam, emerging technologies in real estate. Do you feel that 3D scoping of the house is something that's a fad or do you think it's actually a necessity? I mean, not everybody's using it, but I think it's a, definitely a tool that helps people um, be able to get a you know an overview of room sizes and where things can go. So sometimes in the past, people have you know booked appointments to, to figure out measurements and for a couch. But this way, when it's all laid out above, I feel like it's, uh, it's a good tool that, you know, uh, helps the end user for sure. Dave, tips for a successful open house. Hmm. We haven't done open house in a long time over over COVID, but now with open houses being back and back in action, the first thing is just uh, just basically have a registry. Make sure you're you know who's coming through the property for security purposes. Uh, second of all is you know make sure that it's like bright and airy, which means turn on all the lights, and obviously be as welcoming as possible because. Uh, you got to set the tone and uh, set set the set the expectations for a, hopefully a future sale. And this is right in your area of expertise: building and maintaining client relationships. What should people do in twenty twenty four? 
doing the old stuff is become doing the new stuff. So literally personally reaching out with a genuine interest to see how your existing client base, how they're doing, how is life. No motivation to sell or buy anything with them. Just really are things going okay, right? And touching base. Yeah. Sam, give your viewers some investment strategies and tips. Um, hold, 33 hold, red. Hold tight. Hold tight. <laughs> things hopefully will be changing put, in the next put, couple of years. Put it all on black. Put it yeah, all on black. Yeah. Would you say that people should hold tight? Would that be something that people should think about going into 2024? Well, I mean, you know, we don't have the crystal ball, but they do say that rates are supposed to be coming down. I talked to a good friend yesterday about it, and, um, you know, he thinks it's going to actually come down sooner than. Uh, anticipated so i mean i know things may be tough right now and uh you know you may be upside down on rents but you know things are going to be coming around and uh, hopefully in 2024 we see you know um, a little relief then. yeah and a more you know a positive market in that sense dave legal considerations in real estate transactions should you know what you're talking about or should you not should you just leave it to like a lawyer well, as a realtor, we're not going to be wearing all the hats, right? But to be a good to be a good agent or a good rep would mean to know a lot of facets of the whole transaction. So, I mean, you're not going to give a, a, a client legal advice, but you could definitely give them the information you know. And then I would always refer out three three different people within that within their sphere of, uh, of what they're looking for. Even with home inspectors, we should know a lot about what what the what the building envelopes like and what we should be aware of, but you should leave a professional to do that, those tasks. But at the same time, to be knowledgeable is a good thing, but you still got to rely on professionals within the segments that you're looking for services. Yeah. And do you think other uh, brands such as Remax, Marie LePage and all the other ones, do you think they're all at war with each other or do we all work, at, work as a collective teamwork? My personal opinion is, uh, as an agent, you definitely want to be represented by a recognizable, reputable brand. Um, hence, that's a big reason why I'm with Century 21 and then the people. Um, every brand, though, will claim that they are the best. Uh, if you're going to be working with an agent, it comes down to the person you're working with. It really does. So, you know. Uh, any brokerage or any brand will say that they have the most agents, the most experienced agents, but you ultimately end up working with the one person or a team, but it's a much micro uh, version of that brand. So the brand has to be recognizable and reputable because you're going to be on the marketplace. So when you're exposed to the masses, you don't want to be ABC Realty. And if there is an ABC Realty out there, I apologize because I'm sure there is. <laughs> um, so a uh, reputable brand, but then it's interview the people you're actually working with day to day that's going to do the transaction for you their experience their knowledge base their competency the network of professionals that they know for example what Dave was alluding to it comes down to that smaller sphere so navigating what the real estate agents percentage is should you argue this with the other realtor or should you discuss it privately in a setting with your own brokerage like basically it's it's a five percent that's what the going rate is now how do you come to terms with either decreasing your percentage or shifting it more so on the buyer or the seller <clears throat> agent how would you do that 
Well, we never like to uh, decrease our commission, um, but you know, in times we have to make things, uh, you know, happy, everybody happy. So sometimes, uh, usually, what happens is when you take a listing, I mean, usually you 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 always want to leave the two and a half percent on the buying side, or else they may not uh, may not want to show the property. So we always take uh, as a listing agent, we always kind of yeah, take that, the short end of the stick, right? Yeah, if we need to, with when we're listing. And we want to, with the market being soft, we need to offer the two and a half percent. So that's that's the bare minimum to the buying broker. The, the second thing is the competi the competition act is very clear. There's no industry standard, so we got to be mindful of the fact that everybody can no negotiate the rate, right? So, Glippy, do we have thirty seconds for a quick anecdotal story? Sure. Around this, sir, Sam, do you remember we were Sam and I were at a listing presentation, and we put together our package. And we were one of six teams that the seller was interviewing. Oh yeah, I right. This. Yeah, yeah. We did our walkthrough. We did our thing list. Was very pleased to get the call the next day. The seller said, "We interviewed some top teams. You guys were great. We want you, but would you do it?" And I forget this was a little while ago, but threw out a ridiculous number mm -hmm. as far as what he was willing to pay for commission, but expected us the whole list of responsibilities that we would do to get the home ready, the staging, this wanted us to do everything, but then threw it a number. It goes, we want to use you guys. You guys were great, but for this amount. And I remember I broke down the math for him and I said, I will have more money in my pocket if I took my family on vacation because <laughs> it'll cost me less than what would be out and, and in hard cost, not in time alone. Right? Yeah. So everything's to be a negotiation. And if you do a good enough job and show your value um, and then the negotiations that you've earned them more because you're good at what you do and, and all that good stuff, I think the commission you got to show value why you're you're charging that amount whatever the amount is that it's agreed upon the value proposition's got to be tight 100 percent, yeah especially today good last three questions of rapid fire we're going to start it off with dave dave yes how in the world do you balance work and personal life in this crazy real estate market well i mean uh it's it's tough but uh, i'll be honest like these days you know we're we, we're more seasoned agents so we can be more choosy and uh, like you know you had an experience where somebody wanted you to do something for like again nothing that I, that that story you told us so you got to choose maybe you don't have to take every listing if they're not real and if they're not, they're not motivated enough yeah. so you got to start assessing that and or to be true to your clients and but then we've been doing it for so long so you just have a balance like i mean you know you wake up with a routine you know that you have family is very important you've got to be committed to the job and to life in general and and it's and it's it's basically a life if it's a lifestyle real it's estate a, to lifestyle yeah, you're on 24 7 and you just got to shut it down if you're going to be away you know there's nothing wrong with you know replying to somebody within an hour we're not we don't have to be on their beck and call 24 7 with that exact second right and what's been life-saving for me is that the hours aren't set it is 24 7 so you're not tied to a desk for eight yeah. hours or have to be somewhere necessarily yeah. every day at the same time so you can when you get control of it, you can navigate and make your schedule work Absolutely. around family and clients. So, yeah. but now, then it would for you, for you. This is the last question for you. Adapting to changes in the real estate market. How do you do it? I mean, uh, you kind of you know being in the business, you 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 start to see things um, kind of before they're happening, right? Um, being we're all, we all do it full time this is our job this is our career um you have to be able to 
shift mindset um you know be um what's the word um be more cautious yeah cautious of also like your everyday lifestyle your 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 spending you know when you're used to a lifestyle uh before you know when things were great and we're selling you know everybody's happy making you know money now that the market's changed you know you kind of gotta you gotta you gotta adapt with the market and uh just be cautious right be cautious and you've got the last one oh, do you want to add to that and you've got the last one for this episode and i think it's again your forte looking over here at the audience please tell us all how do you do customer service the best um regardless of the industry or business everyone likes to tout that they have amazing customer service everybody will put it forward to me when i think of customer services sam was saying when everything's going great everyone's happy customer service really kicks in when something doesn't go right how do you handle it? You take ownership, you find solutions, workarounds. So there's times where you are literally scrambling to make things happen. Right. There's so many ways to get to a solution um, and an, uh, an unhappy client. What do you do when things go wrong? So step up, take responsibility, find solutions, right? Thanks for uh, having us here against us with Rapid Fire. We'll get a great episode. I wanna thank you all for watching us today. I'm David Vitti from Century 21. And so you can find me at C21 Fine Living Realty. And Cole, Sam? Yeah, thanks, guys, for the great episode. And again, we want to make a special thanks to uh, Mr. Gallippi for joining us uh, today. And Anth, where can you be found? Well, I just want to say thank you to, to our hosts for, for inviting me here today. And uh, for anyone interested, I'm at agfineliving.com. Perfect. You can find myself at uh, Sam General Real Estate.